safe word, safe y'all. Safe word, y'all. Cutie pop, cutie y'all. pop, y'all. We out here to keep it going on the mic, y'all. On the mic, we y'all. We got the voices and the swagger that you need, y'all. Safe word is the place you want to be, y'all. It's, it's season three, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the Safe Word Society podcast, um, season three. Mm-hmm. I am your host, Kristen. Uh, my pronouns are she, her, hers, and you know, diva bitch extraordinaire, all that good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Super twerk some, even though I haven't twerked in a minute. Oh, we gotta fix that. I know. Um, and I'm here, of course, with the co-host with the most. Lamika, she, her, hers, and everything. And we are back with an update. Oh, Jesus. Yes, because the people need to know about our lives, (laughs) I guess. I know. We've been going for a minute now. We're back with the jump off. So back. We're Um, so back and so ready to get started. And so excited. So we're assuming you guys have already listened to the first episode. And this is the second episode. Get subscribed. And I'm also assuming that you're already paying it safe. Thank you. Because we need these coins. I need my grocery money. I do not need Kristen paying out of her paycheck (laughs) any longer to make this happen. So in order to fund this, go to www.patreon.com slash safe for society and become a patron. We need them. We need them coins. Yes. And make sure that you are subscribed apple podcast google play iHeartRadio, stitcher, stitcher you know all, all the, the things, things. <laughs> all the things so leave us reviews we want to know what you think mm-hmm. follow us on social media at safe word society on twitter and instagram engage with us we want to know yeah hit, hit us up with us some ideas too because this is for the people so it would be dope to hear like if you have an this idea something you want us people. to talk about yes <laughs> All right, let's get into this update. Okay, so this is what we're going to do. We have a bunch of questions that we put together for each other, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So we're (laughs) going to start off by rolling this dice that I bought. Brought? can I see the dice? Because you keep saying that without You got to blame Brittany for those dice. Does this thing blow on? It does blow on. Who's Brittany? My girlfriend. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I just, last season, we weren't at the girlfriend stage. We were not at the girlfriend stage, but she's the one. She's she's, she's dope. Yes. Hey, Brittany. Brittany. All right, Brittany and these sex dice. Is that what this is? I guess they're called sex dice. So this is what we're going to do. Why are we so rolling these? Both of us are gonna roll them and whoever gets the raunchiest activity has to start. Well gets, gets to I mean, you'll see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> whoever gets the, the raunchiest one gets to decide or gets to ask questions first. Okay. You roll first. Well gets to start. Okay. Tickle back. Okay. It depends so tickling on the back, back is not what? <laughs> <laughs> I hope um. you get it really <laughs> <laughs> Lick penis or clitoris. My lucky penis days are over. (laughs) Very over. I think mine are done too. I'm pretty sure they are. Okay, so you go first. Okay. um, Let's get into these rapid fire questions. TLC or SWV? Damn, that's hard. Wow. Uh, (laughs) TLC. Introversion or extroversion? Um, I'm an introvert, but mm. I think I'm gonna go with extroversion. I'm like learning. Yeah, step on I'm like out. I don't really buy the introversion oh, thing girl, from it's you. Real. Yeah, I feel you, but I think you, you you're coming <laughs> over to the dark side. Um, kale or spinach? Kale. 
Bowling or pool? Bowling. Dildo or vibrator? Uh, dildo. Got to choose that. Because the dildo can kind of do some vibrating if you know what you're doing. Vibrate the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Janelle Monet or Solange? Wow. Gonna go with Solange. Babies or not? Nah? <sighs> I love babies. <laughs> but, but nah. <laughs> Wedges or ballet what? flats? Please get this question. This out needs here. to be neither. Moving on. I'm, you know what? I'm gonna choose wedges. Oh. <laughs> Just don't let them be wedge sneakers, please. <laughs> Backpack or tote? Tote for sure. Frank Ocean or Daniel Caesar? Oh, I choose them both. I, I literally can't. I know. Daniel Caesar's album, Freudian is ugh, everything. It's but gorgeous. Frank Ocean is has been everything. Frank Ocean is the precursor yeah. for Daniel Caesar, yeah. so tough. Um Miss Jessie's or Shea Moisture. You might as well add Dove in there while you add it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a true shame moisture. They're problematic, but at least okay, at least their products don't have alcohol and all kinds of weird stuff okay. in it. So I gotta go with shame moisture. Okay. Oh, lick or suck? Both. <laughs> Preferably <laughs> in rapid succession. <laughs> Double time. Oh my gosh. All right. So we done with rapid fire. Now we're gonna ask some more in-depth questions. Yes. So, okay, you wrote the nastiest thing, so you start. Um, I feel like people know bits and pieces because, you know, during the episodes, we kind of talk about ourselves yeah, just a little narratives bit. narratives something. Right, in relation to things. But what are three things that you want people to know, random, could be whatever, that people don't generally know about you? Three random things for people to know about me. Okay. I don't know. This is not random. I, it probably might come off, but I'm from the projects. And that's like... <laughs> really important to my identity mm-hmm. um and i just also love saying i'm from the projects because nobody expects me to be from the projects mm-hmm. so i'm like i'm from the projects like born raised my whole life i'm from the projects. so shout out to the pjs another thing is when i was little i don't know why this is coming up and why i would intentionally embarrass myself <laughs> but when i was little i used to put on leggings and put my bathing suit over my leggings and then i would watch aerobic shows <laughs> <laughs> And I put I would put the socks on like the high socks on my little skippies, and I would do all the I would watch like Jane Fonda and what's the other dude um the one Richard with the curly Simmons. head I would watch all those shows, <laughs> and I would do all those workouts so random um but I think it kind of fits my whole wellness thing now I guess I'm that just now yeah but that is so funny last thing is. I also, when I'm by myself, I practice foreign accents out loud. <laughs> so I, pa- I practice mostly my British accent, but I heavy practice my Jamaican patois. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, gosh. And Those are I my am, two favorite ones to practice. I am sitting here about to ask you for a snippet. No, no, I can't do what, it. What do you mean? It's for me, myself, and I. I'm not trying to embarrass myself any further, but... I they're pretty good but i'm not really i'm so not, ready, not to ready to unleash share? them to the people okay, no okay. um all right so who inspires you Kristen? i think i am just inspired by a culmination of personalities mm. i don't know that they're specifically i mean there are people who inspire me but i think i am inspired by a people in general so i moved to brooklyn in the summer we mm. know this brooklyn has honestly shown me I think a way of being that I was not privy to before Mm -hmm. Brooklyn is so creative especially the queer black folk in Brooklyn yeah it's amazing I think I'm really inspired by that I've seen people owning things that 
I've always been afraid to just in the way they dress, mm-hmm. talk, live. I'm inspired by that. Yeah. Yeah. I totally see that. There's also like this, this uh, real peaceful vibe yeah. that I get to like real affirming yeah like a, don't get me wrong the shit gets messy of course it does because everybody know everybody, <laughs> everybody and this and that everybody. it's like People one degree of separation crabs in a barrel thing but outside of that on the larger perspective i think that living here has been probably my most inspirational period yeah the inspiration yes. is definitely showing because yeah. you're out here making it happen oh so. thank you shout I'm out trying. to Kristen. <laughs> do you have a celebrity crush and who all right, so um, Lena Waithe is Bay. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for you on that. Oh my god, that's really bad. I'm like, Brittany, you're wonderful, but <laughs> Lena Waithe. But just is, in case, yeah, yeah. At Lena Waithe, shout out to uh, you. <laughs> not, not with the at and everything. <laughs> nah, Le- Lena Waithe is a legitimate celebrity crush of mine. She's amazing. Yeah, totally inspiring, super attractive, highly intelligent. You to say that. Well, I got some other ones, but that was the one that was at the forefront. So, I mean, we see what Lena's out here doing. Anyway, Everything. moving on because I could keep going. All right, who is your problematic fave? Oh, jeez, this is gonna be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so ready for it. I. Okay, so this in in the context of we know that I'm like I you love know it's bad when there's mad <laughs> disclaimers and prefacing ahead of time. This is only in the top context of my love for twerking and the music that which hypes twerking up. Okay, so this don't sound bad to me so far. Too short. Oh shit! <laughs> this happens to make. Really good shake that monkey twerking music. Yeah, Too Short really does. Too Short is a real ass problem as a human being. But when he goes into that booth and, <laughs> and tells you to shake that monkey, how can you not it's shake magic. it? It's magic. Thank you. Thank you have you. you have to like remove your brain I've from made your a body. Bill or two. I've made a bill or two. So he's my problematic <laughs> fave. I was not expecting that at all. Many twerk teens have come from that. Yeah. Yeah, too short is the twerking, the twerking gods. But but a problem. (laughs) Three words to describe your ideal mate. Three words to describe Brittany. See, Brittany, I got you, Virgo Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Funny is the most important thing anybody could ever be to me in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Because the whole taking yourself seriously life is not where it's at. Um, and so to have a retreat from that in your relationship or well, my relationships is crucial. So that's one. Um, that's the most important one. Uh, secondly, I guess I would say someone who is intelligent, um, not just on any level, but intelligent, like socially intelligent. Um, also intelligent about, you know, just being aware, having an awareness of society and the forces that you know dictate our whole lives and have just has an understanding of a larger perspective last but not least the person has to be black so those smart funny and black that's the jam check the boxes mm-hmm. all right Kristen. so what obstacle have you overcome this year what obstacle haven't i overcome this year um i think that i think overcome is so final and i am in the process mm, of overcoming very good So my compulsion to be self-deprecating, true shit. At the root of that, I have been moving very fast and like getting a lot of things done and not really looking at how I got here or what I have 
gone through to get here. Like, it's easy to tell the story because that's my reality. These mm-hmm. are the things I've been through. You actually made it through all those things. Mm-hmm. Like, you had to do that and feel that and be all those things and not make light of the fact that you were homeless at one point. Like, not make light of things. Don't make jokes on your behalf like I have been doing. Mm-hmm. Or if someone says, like, good job, don't make that. Don't minimize yeah. it. Yeah. So I think that I'm always, always, It's like always. the default, right? Yeah. Like the voice in your head saying, oh, you're, yeah. you're less than. You're, it's almost you're- unnatural for me to accept a compliment or to actually take a break. You know, like you've heard it all season two and season one. Just mm-hmm. couldn't give myself a break. Yep. And I felt like I deserved one. But now I'm like, no, bitch. Because what <laughs> happens too is like when you're creating, when you're, your self-worth becomes contingent upon what it is that you're doing exactly it's like i'm still worthy even if i'm not regardless doing shit. like i could literally be sitting here i could sit on this couch nothing, i'm still worthy watching netflix all day i'm still worthy mm-hmm. so i think that that a lot mm-hmm. of unnecessary stress arguments a lot of craziness came from how i was feeling about myself so being able to find figure that out find out how to deal with it and that is pretty much can i ask a part two to this question yeah of course but what is what does that overcoming look like? Because you said, like you said, it's not final, right? Yeah. You're overcoming. Um. So what does that what does that process look like for you? Um. For me, it is. Uh, it's a lot about owning things, whether they're positive or negative. So if the, I have an argument with someone and it was a really bad argument, I have a tendency to make it the end of the world or a, a lot about what that other person did to me instead of how I contributed to these things. Mm-hmm. But if I do take some accountability, I go off the deep end with that shit. Like, oh, yeah. You're like, I'm horrible. Yes. Now. <laughs> mm-hmm. But now I'm like, no, you know, I'm learning. So if I'm in a relationship and I have an argument with someone that I, it's not horrible for me to get into an argument. I just feel like everything's so final and I can't figure things mm-hmm. out because I'm not worth having a relationship with. Where's nope. that come? Where's that insight coming from? Cause that's, that's everything right there. I don't, I mean, love, um, and like actually wanting to be in a situation with someone and needing to figure out how to make that work because I need that for myself. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not with that person, I need to be in a space where I feel like I deserve all of these things and I'm acting accordingly. Cause the moment I started doing that, things started happening. Mm-hmm. People, I, never assumed I'd be in a space with or like, hey, I know who you are. I know the work that you do. And instead of me acting like I don't belong, don't belong there. there, I'm like, how can we work together? The universe was like, get your life it's together. Time. It's been 31 years of you acting like you don't deserve shit. How many times do I have to show you that you do mm. take advantage? I'm happy for you. Thank you. The most beautiful state you could yeah. possibly be in, right? When yeah. you get into this space of possibility. Well, speaking of possibility, what is the proudest memory that you have for the past six months? I'm feeling real whack right now because I'm drawing a blink. You're not allowed to self-deprecate. <laughs> I'm not trying to self-deprecate. <laughs> Maybe this is my proudest moment. The fact that I don't feel as though I'm putting, and I guess it's not a moment as much as it is like a, a growth experience but I don't feel so much pressure on any level I just I feel very patient with myself very forgiving of myself I mean we share a lot of of similarities when it comes to being self-deprecating being hard on yourself a lot Mm -hmm. of self-loathing and self-hatred and also you know some of that has a lot to do with my zodiac I just need to say that because it's Scorpio season shout out to Scorpio anyway (laughs) um but I just feel very patient and forgiving of Lamika 
I feel like I'm really trying to honor the little girl. I'm really trying to honor little Mika, who was full of possibility, um, and somehow all that got lost, and uh, really getting that back. And I and I can say too that a lot of that comes from love um, on a lot of levels, mm-hmm. um, not just romantic love, but really opening myself up to love from my family and yeah. friends, strangers, uh, giving love, mm-hmm. uh, receiving it romantically. I mean, just a lot of ways and like you said I really don't know what the what the catalyst is for it um but just really being at a space where it's like it's okay Lamika you fucked up it's fine you still you're yeah. still good you're still a worthwhile human being you've also done a number of things that are very generous exactly. and very positive and and so okay so if you forgot you're allowed one time to be compassionate or if you don't want to be compassionate this one time it's fine you're allowed yeah, yeah I'm allowed I'm giving myself permission to just be to just be that's and I feel good. really proud of that yeah that's yeah a- that's definitely a proud yeah. moment. Yeah, I guess I was, see, I was going right back into white supremacy, right? Like, what is the thing you did? What right. is the thing you produced? What is something you cranked out of the machine that you feel proud about? And it's really not those things. Those things are byproducts of the actual work, the inner work that we do. So that's why I was like, oh, I don't have a thing that I did. But um, wait a minute. I just raised like almost $500 to... um feed people in Newark. I'm actually done with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need to like, wait, I actually do have a thing that I did. <laughs> so in addition to all this personal growth, um, I'm really trying to, I live in Newark, New Jersey. There is so much homelessness in Newark, New Jersey, as it is all over the world. Um, but I'm not from there. So it just feels weird to occupy this space that I'm not from and not be connected actually random randomly just ask people to donate money to me so I can get blankets and food and stuff for people in my community so in one day I raised like almost three hundred dollars that's amazing yeah I'm really close to my goal what are you how are mm -hmm. you gonna deliver it so uh my birthday is November 20th um and so the day before I want to spend um preparing food and uh, on my actual birthday I'm gonna go out and I have a few people who have signed up to help me just Mm -hmm. actually go out into the street and deliver like just see seeing homeless people just handing them a blanket and food. That's beautiful. Is this like a one off or is this I wanna see wanna... like what the experience yeah. is like. Yeah. And um Oh my gosh, you have to tell us about that. Yeah. Based on how the experience is, I'll decide like if I wanna do it again. But like homelessness is something that's always been disturbing to me. Right. It's just weird to know you live in you're in a bed and there's somebody who doesn't have one. It's just a disgusting reality. So yeah. Well, that's a moment. That's definitely a moment. That's As a I was moment. talking, I was like, oh wait, that's a thing I produce. <laughs> All right. So actually I wanna know Marie three Nancy. random oh. things <laughs> people should know about you. Three random things people I feel like I'm always telling my whole damn business. KFC. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in California. What? Yes. <laughs> Where in California? I was born on an Air Force base in San Bernardino County. Whoa. Yes. That is random. How long were you there? Like, were you just born and then y'all just came? Like, what? I were you there for I don't know. Okay. I, be- I don't know. I just know that that's where I was born. My birth certificate, when I needed to get it, it's from California. Yeah. My dad was in the military mm-hmm. before he bounced on a nigga. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I took piano lessons. Probably like nine or ten. I also played the flute. What? And the viola. <laughs> we needed to get some piano back up to our rap or I something. I literally don't know a string of anything. Are you kidding? After Not at all. all. That time? No, I think that trauma like erased I was about all of to that. Say, because I used to play the there. viola 
For real. I don't even know what a viola it's is. A tiny I'm going to Google it. Okay. I, I used probably should have got that. I used to play the flute. So I, and I've been in like, you know, school concerts. I also used to sing on a gospel choir. What? <laughs> and I had a lead at a competition. Mad <laughs> musical ability that I did not know about. Um, yes. And then my last random fact is I started drinking when I was really young because one time my uncle babysat me and put Heineken in my baby bottle. Oh, wow. <laughs> the life of a Jamaican. Yeah. Yep. But it was fun and I'm popping now because of it. <laughs> Lamika, who inspires you? So many people. But I would say my niece and nephew. Aww, and I can't choose one or the other because they're like a unit. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible because I'm very ambivalent about whether or not I actually want to have children. Mm -hmm. And so they're like the closest thing that I have to having children. And it's just really incredible how much they've inspired me. And just I think when I first started to really develop more of a love for myself or just a desire to love or be connected is the first day I met my niece. And just the way after the wave of like love that I felt for her just made me it just has changed me and then the ba the boy came and I was just like oh my goodness I don't even have any more like <laughs> I felt like my heart was gonna explode and um just that that surge of love into my life has really transformed everything for me um and even like in my darkest moments because depression is real when I think about not being here anymore I'm like I can't even imagine not being here for those two mm -hmm. every day they inspire me Every That's single beautiful. day. Yeah. Do you have a celebrity crush? I did have a celebrity crush who isn't actually a celebrity. Tasha from the L Word. But I don't have a crush on Rose Rollins. Um, who's so the actual I'm going to expose my, my <laughs> baby gaydom because I don't know who these people are. You didn't watch the L Word? I watched like the first two seasons. <laughs> Maybe like the first episode of the third one. So... I don't know anybody from any later episode. Okay. She's the black girl. There's um, a black girl? Oh, she's coming down the line? <laughs> oh, I got to start watching again. Um, you know, I'm not a full fan of the show as an adult now. Mm -hmm. Like, baby gay I was. Because, mm -hmm. you know, there, what else was there? But right now, I recognize all the issues with it. But Tasha, black in the military. Oh, I got to Google yeah, Tasha. Yeah. Um, but she's not even the celebrity. The person's name is Rose Rollins. But mm -hmm. Tasha. Okay. Tasha as the character. Tasha the character. Word. All right. I'm going to look for Tasha. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Who is your problematic fave and why? Azealia motherfucking Banks. I knew, how did I know you were going to say that? Azealia motherfucking Banks. I ride for her because I know that, well, first of all, she's from Harlem. She's a black woman who's brilliant and has had a lot of trauma. And I have not seen that any space for healing has happened for her. And I just know that there's so much that she's capable of. And it's just so hard for me to not forgive every move she makes because she's so brilliant, like musically, but also just intellectually. She's very much in tune. But then she just has a lot of struggles and a lot of stuff. And maybe I like, I don't know. She's a queer black woman. I, I, I can't throw her away. I just can't allow myself to throw her away. But obviously she said some wild stuff and... So it's, it's still, I just can never throw that woman away. I can't. I knew that. I knew you were going to say that. And she's <laughs> bi, like, come on. Like, <laughs> she, come on, I can't. All right. So three words to describe your ideal mate. Creative. 
Ooh. Yes. For me, that is a, a really big thing because I feel like it's difficult for creatives to be with someone who doesn't understand the creative process mm. because then there's no there's no room for me as a creative. There are times where I need to just be by myself. Yeah. Incubate myself and create. I need to be with someone who understands that that's not about you, that there is a process that happens mm-hmm. and knows how to support that. And knows well, the right questions knows to ask. You, right, yeah, exactly. yeah. Mm-hmm. The same for, and vice versa. So um, creative is, is number one. I definitely think that as I grew older, I kind of require someone that is open and just open in, in a lot of different forms because I come with a whole lot of baggage and there are a lot of things that I'm not open to but that's because I'm afraid of things. So my ideal mate, I would like for them to be more open than I am because yeah. I might be the whole, I'm not, I'm leaving. <laughs> Shut you it know, down. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Get into that. Sp- yeah. Um, and funny. Yeah. Funny is so important. This I'm, world. Just imagine. <laughs> I just can't even imagine dealing with somebody who's not funny. And not even like I can stand up and tell a joke funny. Having a sense of humor yeah. is so important. Especially in like every situation, especially for us as queer people, queer black people, queer people of color, it is so necessary to have a sense of humor because, mm-hmm. bitch, we take everything. As soon as you step foot out oh, the door, my goodness, it's always something. So if you Seriously. can't laugh about it, you be just, you gotta go. <laughs> just be in bed, like Get crying. Get out of my DMs. Mm-mm, not gonna work. But yeah, so creative, open, and funny, mm-hmm. like you know. Like my boo. Mm-hmm. What obstacle have you overcome this year? I had a terrible supervisor at work who was racist mm. and was actually single-handedly trying to destroy me. <laughs> um, and she resigned. <laughs> wow. She resigned. Um, and the reason why I say I overcame this was because I was in a space for a while where I was, I hate my job, but also low-key love my job at the same time. Uh, And I started to get in a space where I was ready to leave my job and actually just jeopardize all of my well-being because I didn't like this person. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really decided to persist and to continue to advocate for myself um, and do all of the work that needed to be done to really show that actually these things that you're saying are problems are not problems uh, and just stay true to my work ethic and stay true to my community that I work with and my staff. And, you know, despite this woman really trying to destroy me. And the reason was because she was threatened by me. Um, Clearly. Because I'm a smart black woman and she's an incompetent white woman. And mm-hmm. how dare those things mm-hmm. coexist, right? right? I'm not supposed to be smart. No, and not smarter than her. God, no, especially when she has a PhD, she's not using, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I just persisted and I advocated for myself. And sure enough, she resigned. And now the the outcome of that is just a lot of exposing of things that she did that was completely incompetent. Ain't that the best, though? Yeah. Like, like, I told you she was incompetent. Look at this shit here. Yeah. It it was just like really affirming. Like, okay, it wasn't me. Because even though like I would I persisted, it weighed on me a lot. Um, but at the end of it, I felt like really triumphant. So that was a huge obstacle for me. Happy to hear that. Thank you. You're welcome. So what was your proudest moment in the past six months? You have so many. (laughs) (laughs) Do I? Uh Hell yeah, you do. (laughs) 
my proudest moment in the past six months. Oh, oh. Yeah. So many things have happened, so girl. So many things. Um, I'm going to put moments if you want to share more because you got plenty, girl. I think I've had a lot of proud moments. I think what I'm attempting to do in this new space is not focus on the tangible things. So I've had a lot of, because once I do that, then I start comparing the other moments that I have and figuring out which one is better. So I'm not going to focus on tangibility. My proudest moment in the past six months, quite possibly, was getting to an apartment. Mm -hmm. Like that moment of all the things that came before that, all the possibilities that would come after that, Mm -hmm. standing in the middle of this empty apartment no longer in a relationship I'd been in for the past couple of years not talking to a lot of people I had spoken to for the past couple of years not having the same kind of relationship to my family being in a in a space where I literally had no idea what was next but I had all the opportunity to create that I think that was probably my proudest moment like oh shit you really have a clean slate you didn't ask for it it hurt to have to get Mm -hmm. it but what are you going to do with it? And also, oh, I love that because being able to see a clean slate as possibility versus seeing a clean slate and becoming anxious. Right. Like, oh, right. what am I supposed to do with this? Right. Seeing it as possibility as yeah. such a victory. And I think I was also very anxious. I mean, I have really bad anxiety, mm-hmm. which I'm working through. But I think that I was really, really anxious and still self-deprecating in that moment. So I'm like, there is a lot of opportunity, but still like, what now? Oh, gosh. But then five seconds later, like, oh, this is great. Wait, right. Right. But actually, damn, I could do anything now. Yeah. To a space now where I'm like, oh, wow. I just have to create all the things that I want. Mm, Beautiful. (laughs) So we come to a question that I think is really important for both of us to answer. Right. Yeah. Because intentions, all that good stuff. So, Lamika. What are you looking forward to getting done before the new year? I am looking forward to enrolling in the last class that I have to take to complete my master's degree. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's, a, that's great. Yeah. You've so, been putting off this, this, this beast for wow. several years. Um, and I have just, for whatever reason, have decided that this is something I'm ready to do. And it's amazing, like, when you come from a space where, well, for, first of all, I don't like school, right? I, mm-hmm. I like being in the classroom. I don't like reading and writing a ton of things that really don't have anything to do with what it is I want to read and write about, even though it's, like, a course that I, uh, 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 academic area that I chose, oftentimes a lot of the content feels removed from why I chose it. Uh, and so I've always felt very stifled by that and, overwhelmed and I'm also just kind of rebellious and don't like when I have when I have to do things on the time of an institution (laughs) so (laughs) um but this year I it's something about this new age of 33 I'm coming into um where I'm just like I I really want to continue to move forward in every way imaginable and this master's degree I've completed 99% of it and so to just hold on to 1% for any longer is it has just been such a weight and so I just decided this year like you're done like fall spring 2018 you're gonna be in the classroom and June you're gonna be done so I'm really looking forward to enrolling oh that's so exciting yeah what about you um 
oh what do I want to get done? Yeah, what do you want to get done next month? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, for me, I am looking forward to getting the podcast everywhere. Um. Before the end of the year, I really want 2018 to be a year where this brand is a known thing and people are supporting and the community is supporting. So I think I'm working on a lot of ways to get us engaged with the community um, events and all the things Which you've that, already started, right? all the things that people need to just get in touch with us outside of the podcast. Um 2018 is right around the corner. It really is. And I usually work in this space of like, oh, how can I get it all done? But I can. And I'm going to. And this city, honestly, how many emergencies? (laughs) I know y'all can hear that. How many emergencies do we have? A lot of times they don't be emergencies. It just be people trying. You just want to run the red light. light. And interrupt our good old podcast. Right? Hate Um, them. For me, that's my business thing. Personally, I just want to be good and take care of myself. Mm-hmm. That's like my. You know, I that's like that. Like, that's like my motto. I'm so like very good care of yourself. I'm getting on it because mm-hmm. you deserve it. I know. Um, random question that you that's not on the list, but I want to ask. Mm-hmm. What do you want to see, hear, learn, get from season three? Oh my goodness! <laughs> you Ooh. know, as a as a creator, I want to know that from. What do I want to see here, learn season three? I want to have uh, more. I would love to hear from the asexual community because mm. that's often a untapped portion of the spectrum. So I would love to hear from that community. I will also like to hear from other colors. So we have a lot of black representation because we black. Mm-hmm. But there's so many other more experiences within the cutie pie community. So it would be really wonderful to get some of those narratives as well. And I would like for us to really talk about this concept of toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Um, because it really is at the, the, at the foundation of all of our oppression. Um, and so I think we really need to tap into that and talk about how that is impacting all of us negatively in our community. There's plenty more, but I think those are some top priorities for me. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think community, this is to this you is guys. This is a call to action. This is a call to action. We are always talking about the things that we want to hear, but we really do want to hear it from the people who live these these narratives daily. Um, don't be afraid to come talk to us. Please don't. You see how we roll. We out here having just regular conversations. Yes. So Mm -hmm. we, I mean, we have a lot of these topics on, well, you know, of course, we have a lot of these topics on the calendar. We have slots open. We don't only speak to people who might have projects happening. Feel free to reach out to us if you have a story that you want to tell and you are part of the community and you want to be visible podcast at safewordsociety.com send us an email tell us oh my gosh you know what that reminds me of what so we got this email and i'm gonna call it out because oh my god (laughs) because i think that this is what i don't want to happen okay so we received an email in our (laughs) inbox in our inbox the other day oh my god from another podcast or creators not really sure 
Um, I don't know. I still don't know what that was. And it pretty much is about um, a white man. Problem number one. (laughs) Who has a black lesbian lesbian wife. And he is the person who wrote the email to us. On behalf of his his cutie pock wife. Right. um, To ask us or to say that we share the same values or share the same values or or narrative or something like that. And he felt like he should they should come on our podcast so we could figure out how to talk about their life. Yeah. And share and have them share their story. So um, here's a little PSA. Mm hmm. If you would like to be a guest on the podcast, talk to us about anything. Number one, don't bypass our mission statement mm-hmm. that says that we are Cutie Pop Visibility Brand and Podcast. Mm-hmm. Don't bypass that. That is the most important thing. In bypassing that, you are one, showing us that you do not care about our mission. Two, that you don't care about our well-being by writing us a long ass email that we have to read that literally invalidates the whole reason why we're doing the podcast. <laughs> so many things wrong. And don't don't waste our time. Because I am a new, newfound, compassionate person, I responded <laughs> by reiterating that no, you are not. You the were per- so graceful in your response. <laughs> Thank too. you. I was like, man, that could have looked a lot. <laughs> I was like, whoa, I need to see what Kristen's on because this was <laughs> this was a very gracious response. It could have looked a lot, ju- and justifiably so, it could have looked a lot worse. It really could have, yeah. but I was like, you know what? Let me just come from a space. Maybe he, maybe he's used to getting what he wants. Familiar? Of course. Thank you. Maybe he's used to getting what he wants. Also, like, maybe your wife doesn't know you sent that email. Mm, it's just, oh. So I'm also confused about your black lesbian wife. Yeah. White straight man. I, I don't know what. I didn't know that that was. I don't I don't understand that. But also you could at least had her write the email. You would have still said no. But like I just it just sounded real Stockholm to me. It I did. Just, I just. He spoke for her. Yeah. It was no we. It was like I have this show and it features my black lesbian wife. Right. And, and she this and she, like it was very strange. And that's what we don't want in yeah. our inbox. Yes. But we do want beautiful stories and, you know, authentic conversations about our community, our community. Right. We would also love to partner with other businesses, organizations, outlets that um, affirm and appreciate our community. Let's collaborate. 2018 is the year of collaboration, getting our voices heard, doing all that good stuff. So, again, the email is podcast at safeforsociety.com reach out to us bye bye this is Kristen and this is Lamika and you've just listened to another episode of the Safe for Society podcast you can hear more of us on Apple Podcasts Google Play iHeartRadio and much more. For updates, follow us on social media at SafeWord Society and visit our website at www.safewordsociety.com. Also, make sure you pay it safe and become a SafeWord Society patron in order to fund this show. Thank Thank you for for listening. listening. Bye. Bye.